I was having dinner downtown at the Inner Harbor. I was always had a soft spot for the Inner Harbor, and even though most of the restaurants and stuff are closed down now, he likes the Cheesecake Factory. So, so he was there. And he was sitting near the window, and he noticed something very strange. And that was what appeared to be a walking donut. It was, it was large. It was hard to tell. I wasn't right next to it, but it looked like it was about eight feet tall. Well, eight feet in diameter. Plus, it had these four legs that it was walking on. It was upright. But walking, you know, like with its hole facing forward, walking. Now, I didn't see it from the front. So you couldn't tell if there was, like, frosting on that side. And it wasn't exactly like a donut. But it was this round thing with about the proportions of a donut. You know, like the, the, the ratio of the whole size to the thickness of the, of the toroid. Uh, and it was just sort of calmly walking down along the, the, the walkway there in front of the water. I thought that was pretty weird. Must be some sort of, you know, robotics championship or a PR stunt for somebody. I didn't think much of it. Because <laughs> all I was there for a very specific dish. They make this, or at least they usually do this wasabi-encrusted rare tuna. And, you know, Fancy seafood's a pretty good treat for an octopus. So he was eating that. And then he heard this loud noise kind of starting. I mean, it wasn't... It sounded like all of a sudden it had gotten really windy. But, you know, that happens in downtown Baltimore, so he didn't think much of it. He ate his dinner. And all of a sudden, people started screaming. I was reluctant to give up his tuna. So he thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to let the police handle this. So he kept eating. More people started getting upset, more yelling. People started pointing, like even in the restaurant, pointing. And it's like, well, you know, I'm three quarters of the way through it. Um, all right, fine. So he went out, I got to take a look. And what he saw surprised him. Because the donut was now facing the USS Constellation, the, the old wooden sailing ship that they have there. And the sailing ship was being blown away by the donut thing. That's the only way to describe it. It was pulling away from its moorings exactly opposite of the donut thing, and the donut thing was now bracing all four of its legs. And you could see this great wind being pushed through the donut, right through the middle. It looked like a giant version of one of those bladeless fans that was really popular in the, you know, 2000s. And it was attacking this historical ship. You know, I thought that was very strange. He also wasn't sure what he could do about it. He got his tuna thing to go. And then he asked if he could leave it there for a few minutes while he 
checked out into this donut thing. The guy at the front door, front desk, was confused by that request, but was happy to hold on to the guy's leftovers, to talk to all his leftovers for a few minutes. So I went over. I tried to look at it. It didn't seem to be responding. Like, it didn't dodge when people came up. Nobody was getting too close. They weren't sure what was going on. People were looking. People were taking videos and photos. Only was certain someone called the police, but no one seemed to be, like, trying to do anything. But he looked at the situation, and it was a dangerous situation. Because, for one thing, that historic ship is a national treasure. But also, if it got free from its moorings, it would go smashing into... It looked like it was about pointed to where it would smash into the, the docks across the way, across the harbor near the rusty scupper. And it would do all sorts of damage. There could be people hanging out in those boats. So he decided that he had to at least see what he could do. His first thought was, how can I come up the works of this thing? I had to think back and remember, like, how do those Dyson fan things work? All right, if I remember right, there's a slit going all the way around the inside of the donut. And it pushes high-velocity air, super high-velocity air, through there. And that catches the air just sitting there and then propels the air. So it's sort of like, like a siphon, but for air. So what if I could... Toss something in there. There was some, pl some potted plants there, so we picked up some mulch and just kind of threw it at the backside of the donut. And as all I kind of expected, those things that they got close to the back of the donut got sucked through and shot through. You had them, you know, smacking against the side of the ship. I did that a couple more times just so we could gauge, because he realized that if he tried to get close, he might get sucked into it and flung through there, and that would probably be uh, uncomfortable, to say the least. So he was trying to figure out how close he could get without getting sucked in. And it looked like as long as he stayed like a foot and a half away from the hole, that he'd be all right. Then he went around the front side a little bit, and he was surprised now that, like, if this is some sort of weird attack that no one was, you know, stopping him. But he started throwing some mulch at the front of it. And that didn't really do anything at all. It just blew it right away. In fact, he almost got blown away into the water while he was trying that. So that wasn't the right tactic. So he sat there and he thought, as this thing pushed and pushed on the boat, and the moorings creaked and the chains rattled and strained, he thought, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So the main air comes in through the middle, but it's got to get that first bit of air, the bit that comes through the little slits. That's still got to come in from somewhere else. It's got to be a vent. It's got to be a vent. Something to let that air in. So he thought, what if... I can't go behind it. I can't really go in front of it. But I wonder... I'm very careful if I can go right under the side of it. Mm, let me think here. Let me think here. He ran back into the restaurant and said, do you have that like really thick aluminum foil that you use for like restaurant stuff? I need it. I think I can shut down this thing attacking the boat. And the 
the hostess at the restaurant stands it. Um, yeah, I mean, sure we have it. Um, yeah, hold on a second. And he came back a minute later with a whole roll of this really thick aluminum foil. So I took a couple of strips of that. And he went up to the thing. He's like, all right, I got to be careful here. I don't want to get sucked through it and smacked into the side of a boat. I'd probably survive, but I wouldn't like it. So got up close to it very carefully and keeping himself as thin as possible so he wasn't on the front of it on the back or the back of it at all. He climbed up on top of it, looking for a vent, looking for a vent. He came across, and then he started to hear some yelling, like, Hey, get off that! Get off that, you! He saw somebody on one of the rooftops, the rooftop on top of the Cheesecake Factory, in fact, with a big remote controller. I looked, but he figured he couldn't be heard over the van anyway, but he also wasn't going to stop just because presumably the person controlling it didn't like what he was doing. He kept climbing. There was nothing on the top, nothing on the sides. Figured it must be on the bottom. He climbed on the bottom, and there was indeed a whole grating there. A spot about, oh, I don't know, one foot by two feet. Like a grating along the bottom. And all I thought, if I can put this aluminum foil over that, I can block the primary air, and that'll stop the siphon. He's starting to unfold his thing. The donut started to move. The guy must have thought he's got to shake him. And indeed, started wiggling the donut back and forth, twisting. But Ollie had a good grip. But he was starting to get tossed, and he was on the bottom, so he didn't have much room. So I thought, i got to take a risk. And he wrapped two arms around the outside of the donut from the back. And they were, and he sucked down as hard as he could with those arms. And he could feel it pulling on him, pulling him up. All the squishiness of an octopus was working against him now. With every little bit of him that was pulled in through, you know, it didn't it hurt a little bit, but it didn't hurt much. But, it, you know, every bit that pulled through was then pulling on the rest of him harder. But with his six remaining arms, he unfolded the t aluminum foil, got it into position, and he slapped it on there. And this horrible whirr, like that, started like, a, like an engine working really hard and not being able to get its thing done. And it started to shudder, and it started to shake. And Ollie felt the wind pulling his arms through die off. And the thing started to get hot. Ollie jumped off, and he scampered away, and he heard the guy on the rooftop yelling and swearing. And it shuddered, and it shook, and it burst in two. The whole bottom section cracked, and there was a small explosion, and the thing fell apart on the ground. And the guy was yelling and swearing, and then he realized that everyone was looking at him, including Ollie. And then he started running. Ollie was not far behind. Ollie's a good climber, and it's not that hard to climb that structure. The guy was running across the rooftop, and Ollie was climbing up the pillars. And just as the guy was about to jump onto the walkway, the, uh, the sky bridge across to the hotel, Ollie grabbed him around the waist and you know, tackled him down onto the rooftop. Said, All right, that's it, you. What are you trying to do? It's like, ah, you, you don't even know what you're messing with. These, these, these yacht people, these yacht people are ruining the environment. We're never going to get the bay nights with these yacht people living on the bay. We got to get rid of them. Got to get rid of them. Said, you're crazy. Much better ways to do this. Said, then why is anyone doing it? Said, well, that's not, okay, fair, but 
You can't just use historical treasure to destroy rich people's yachts. That doesn't do anything good. Hey, what have done plenty good, but you ruined it. You broke my donut fan. I'll never forgive you for this. I said, well, I don't care. Honestly, you're one of many crazy technologists that has a grudge against me. And then with that, he pulled a zip, pair of zip ties out of his fanny pack that he was wearing. And zip tied the guy's hands between his, or hands behind his back. Zip tied his legs together. And I pulled out his phone and called the police and said, hey, I've got somebody for you. I'm on the roof above the Cheesecake Factory at the Inner Harbor. So I'm going to need an air assist and a cup of coffee. <laughs> and that was the story of Ollie and the giant walking donut.